the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Did you just get engaged or do you know or care about someone who did? Or you think that maybe the question will be popped over Christmas or New Year's? Make sure you take a note. The Legacy on Possum Run. That is the venue that folks from Cleveland to Columbus to Cincinnati are raving about. You can check it out at thelegacyonpossumrun.com. Disclaimer, my wife Whitney and I are involved in that business. So you using it would benefit us. But I'm going to tell you something. You're going to want to check it out. It's gorgeous. 20,000 square feet, three beautifully unique spaces comprising the venue. You have an old barn, you have a greenhouse, and you have this massive rustic reception space. Cool part, three cool parts. I mean, there's many more, but three I want to mention right now. You can look at the calendar and see what dates are available online at thelegacyonpossumrun.com. Pricing on the website, no guesswork. Don't want to waste your time. If it's in your budget, I promise you you're going to want to take a look at it, and you can actually book a tour on the website. Keep your eyes open. Open houses happen every month as well. And then the third the third cool part is you can see the supply closet, the decor room. That's That's the place that you have the opportunity to use. So you get to rent for free when you book the facility. All the stuff that you'd spend hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars on, like centerpieces, garlands, so on and so forth, lanterns. So check out thelegacyonpossumrun.com. That's thelegacyonpossumrun.com. Your legacy begins here. So uh, note on House Joint Resolution 4, I got a text from uh, the Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom Group. HJR4 is currently in the Public Health Services Committee, and you can sign up for emails at all the W's dot OhioAMF dot org, AMF dot org, OhioAMF dot org, to receive calls to action on how you can help move the vital legislation forward. So I've got a text out. To Scott Wiggum, he's the primary sponsor on House Joint Resolution 4. And by the way, uh, quick count, there are 31 co-sponsors. Trick question, quiz question, how many of those 31 do you think are Democrats? Zero. Zero. Zero Democrats. You know, the party that's all about not letting the government tell you what you can and can't do with your body. I mean – I can see how they would twist that and say, well, I don't want the government to tell me that I can't. Well, the government's not telling you that you can't. The government is saying that it can't mandate somebody do it. You can still wear your mask. I love how J.D. Vance puts it, though. Uh, He tried to put something forward that would have eliminated 
the federal government from requiring masks on things like you know federal transportation, airplanes, so on and so forth. And uh, he said, look, America was the most masked country and they didn't work. If, if the masks were going to work, they would have worked. They didn't. They won't. And really, you get down to the crux of it. The people who want masks, I think there's a small group of them who are just insecure and they feel really good that they get to put a mask on because it's their virtue signal. They get to go out to the grocery store or to the shop and they're, look, I'm wearing my mask. I care about you, right? And then there are the nefarious actors. I call those people the, the, the useful idiots. And then there are the nefarious actors who recognize that you never let a crisis go to waste. So if we can mandate you to do something more, that means we have to grow our influence and we need to get more money from you and we have more control over your life. And the Marxists love that because they want ultimate power. They want ultimate authority. And so, of course, they're going to rail against things like the mask mandates. And the Democratic Party has really turned into the socialist, communist, Marxist party even here in Ohio, you know, it's crazy to me. Um, Whitney in Columbus uh, is on the line. So we're going to go right to the phone line. Uh, Whitney, mask mandates. What's on your mind? Hi, um, I'm actually in Mansfield, but. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so I remember back in probably 2020 going to a restaurant in Columbus. Oh, you know, we were. Can you hear me? Yes, you were breaking up there. Can you start over? So you said in 2020, you went to a restaurant in Columbus. Yes. And we went to uh, a restaurant and we had to wear masks to sit down. And then, you know, we were allowed to take the mask off when we stood up. But, you know, they had the mask police there at the door watching that if you stood up to go to the restroom, you had to put your mask back on. And I just think it's ludicrous to think that we put everybody else in charge of our bodies except ourselves, especially especially with a medical device. Well said, Whitney. Thank you for weighing in on that. I agree. It was, it was a little bit lunacy. <laughs> a little bit. There was a lot of lunacy. You can come in. If, if you sit down, you can take your mask off because, you know, COVID is only up high, Right. If when you stand up, that's when you can contract COVID. Maybe that's why I was okay, Jeff. You know, I'm five foot nothing. It just always went over my head. I never had to worry about COVID. I didn't have to get a mask. I didn't have to get the jab. Do you remember those days? I I don't ever want to forget what we did and how we did it in the face of real evidence. I mean, we looked at the data points. We reported them all the time. When the mask mandate went into effect, cases actually went up and it happened all over the country. Yet we continued to use the mask. Here's what really happened. The medical industrial complex wanted you to get really comfortable being controlled and they wanted you to get really comfortable believing that masks were kind of that placeholder until that magic vaccine was established because then they could make sure that you – if you want to take your mask off, then you just get the jab, Right. Well, that didn't work because then we had jabs and then we had one mask, two mask, three mask, four mask. It's kind of like a Dr. Seuss book, Dr. Fauci. There it is. 
if you want to if you want to create a new book series, how about you do a Dr. Fauci, one mask, two mask, red black, red mask, blue mask. There it is. Let's create a Dr. Fauci, Dr. Seuss. Somebody work on that. Let's get let's get that out before Christmas. You, you know, you've got 20 whole days here. Let's get it done. Um, but I don't ever want us to forget about the lunacy. And one of the arguments I hear a lot is, well, uh, we didn't know then uh, what we know now. We didn't know that masks didn't work. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You had the ability to know. You chose to put your head in the sand. I mean, we talked about it April, May of 2020. We knew then. Masks didn't work uh, back in 1918. Well, surgeons wear masks. Surgeons wear masks so that spittle and particles don't fall out of their mouths into an open incision in, in, in a patient. It's not about stopping the spread of a virus. It's about stopping chunky things from falling into, you know, somebody that might be passed out on a gurney getting a surgery. But we required masks everywhere, and they didn't work. And it created such a volatile, hostile environment. I mean, do you remember? Do you remember getting scowled at if you went into a place and you, you weren't wearing your mask? I mean, there were like five of us because <laughs> I would look around and everybody has a mask, not me. And if I ever was asked to mask, I left or I said, no, I don't need a mask. I don't I'm not required to have a mask. Masks don't work. But, you know, you get into these arguments with these business owners. Can we not go back there, please? So whether it is a piece of legislation, whether it is a constitutional amendment, can we get something done that says, I, it cannot be required to wear something, especially if it doesn't work. And by the way, where are the medi- medical ethics people? You can't force somebody to do something across the board. It should be case by case. More on the other side of this break. I want to tell you about the Freedom Foundation. They support the Ohio Press Network, where I am editor-in-chief, and we are grateful for their support there. They created optouttoday.com. Get over, check it out, search it up, optouttoday.com. When you get there, you'll see how simple and seamless it is to opt out of your government union. That's important for a lot of reasons, but I want to highlight two. First, When you opt out, you're going to save about $1,100 per year. And regardless of what Corinne Jean-Pierre, press secretary at the White House, will tell you, um, prices are going up. The the real value of the dollar is going down. And so every buck that you can save is good for you. Secondly, you keep the money from union bosses. And it's the union bosses who support the progressive policies – that really have us feeling like the world we live in is upside down. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for creating optouttoday.com. When you get over there, you can opt out, share it with your friends and family, just like a Christmas gift. It is a gift. It's the gift that will keep on giving year-round. I feel like Christmas vacation. It's a year membership to the Jelly of the Month Club. Club. Well, that's the gift that just keeps on giving, Clark. 
Um, but it is a gift that allows you to have more money in your paycheck every pay cycle. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for their support. Thank you for checking out optouttoday.com. There are two genders, male and female. What percentage of Americans believe this statement? Is it 12%, 25%, 57%, or 71%? There are two genders, male and female. There was a poll, and a certain percentage of Americans believe that statement. You know, if you grew up on a farm, the, the, the cat had babies, you, you turn the kitten over, you oh, that's a boy, oh, that's a girl. Uh, what percentage of Americans? 12%, 25%, 57%, 71%. If you call in and give me the right answer, I don't know what I'll do for you. I'll give you a pat on the back and some airtime. <laughs> but I'm curious if, if you can uh, nail this one. And uh, Rick in Mansfield, how are you today, sir? Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. I'm good. How you doing? Oh, super. is this Rick Shostet? It is. My man. Hey, thanks for calling. Uh, so the topic is this, mask mandates. We lived through them before. Now Scott Wiggum, Republican in the Ohio House, is trying to pass a joint resolution that would allow Ohioans to decide if they want to amend the Constitution so that they could say, look, you cannot mandate masks in public spaces, you know, government-owned buildings. What do you think, Rick? How do you see it? Is that a good idea or a bad idea? Well, I think it's a fantastic idea because so many of us already know that masks don't work. And and even beyond that, you don't want to wear the mask. So for the people that don't want to wear the mask, you shouldn't have to wear it for both reasons I just mentioned. But for people that want to wear it, they, they're more than welcome to. And, and that, to me, solves the whole problem. So, all right, I'm going to ask you one more question and then I'll let you go because – and, and maybe I'm, I'm, I'm putting you over it on the spot, on the hot seat. Is it, is it interesting to you that the people who are railing against this are saying, you, uh, no, no, we need, to, we need to be able to force people to wear masks so we can stop the spread of a virus, are the same people who are saying, I don't want the government in between me and my pregnancy decision? Is that ironic to you, Rick? It's terribly ironic, and it, it, they, don't, they don't correlate whatsoever. You either are or you aren't, and and you you know as a conservative, you know the the government should only have so much power, and and the, this mask mandate um, is just absolutely ridiculous, and especially during COVID when we when we knew pretty early on that it didn't even stop the spread, even though they kept saying it did, um, and I don't believe there's ever been a single child that died uh, from COVID that didn't have a pre-existing condition. In other words, they should have never worn them. It, it's room, you know, that set them back two years, if not 10. Um, no, I, no, I, we, we, you can't, I, I, I definitely want a mask not to be able to let the government have a mask mandate. All right. One more question. Cause you're knocking it out of the park. I, I caught wind Friday through Senator JD Vance's press team that he signed a letter with five other senators and they sent it to Joe Biden. And what they're encouraging is that he would shut down travel between China and America because there's this thing called white lung or something, white lung pneumonia. It mm -hmm. seems to be yep. another boutique virus created in China. Rick, are you concerned that we're going to relive 2020 all over again? I certainly hope not. I, I certainly hope not. But I know that uh, 
it's a little hard to, to get the, the news out of China because obviously you can't trust what the Chinese are telling you. But they are they are having a big the same as COVID. I, I, I'm not sure. Um, but there's two problems there. One, they're coming out. Of, they're coming out. It's coming out of China again. And China, you can't trust anything they tell you. So it's hard to even make a good decision over here. Um, of course, we can't really trust the people that are making those decisions either here. So touche, touche. Rick, thank That's you good. for thank you for weighing in, man. I appreciate I appreciate you calling, and I'm sure we'll hear from you again you soon. Thanks, man. All right, see you later. See ya. So interesting point there. You, you you can't trust what's coming out of China. Remember? Do you remember that, Jeff? Do you remember them lying about the numbers, the COVID numbers? Uh, I remember that. And by the way, this kind of goes to what we talked about earlier, and I hope that this gets talked about on the GOP presidential debate stage tomorrow night. Vivek Ramaswamy is the guy out there beating the drum, saying we need to decouple from China. China is the leading producer or input uh, importer to the United States of things that we use to create weapons and that we spend our defense budget on, our military. That's a problem. But here's the bigger, scary problem, to Rick's point, that we can't trust anything that they tell us. Do you know how much of the pharmaceutical industry, the drug manufacturers, when they make their drugs, do you know how much of that comes from China? It's a whopping number. And I think Vivek will probably talk about it tomorrow night. But they make our drugs. Who's to say – and look, I, 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 can, I can hear the groans. I can hear you're going to call me a bigot. You're going to call me a xenophobe. You're going to call me a racist. I, I'm concerned that they could spike our supply. Why are we not decoupling from China? Um, I'm concerned that 2020 is going to happen all over again. I really am. I think as we head into 2024, get closer to the presidential election, we're going to see all the, all the stops are going to be pulled out, man. I mean, this thing, the attack is going to be full throttle and the journalists are going to be full throated in their conspiracy theories and their propaganda against the right, against Donald Trump. If he is the nominee and I think he's going to be the nominee. So, um, man, get ready. Batten down the hatches. So Jim in Westerville, I don't think Jeff, he's not on the phone, is he? Uh, Ding, 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 ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There are two genders, male and female. 71% of Americans believe this comment. That's according to a Rasmussen report from June of 2023. By a three-to-one margin, Americans believe there are only two genders and a majority support laws against transgender treatment for minors. Hey, uh, you folks that are encouraging transgender treatment for minors, you just said 57% was a massive number, 71%. I'm not good at math, but that's a lot bigger than 57. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.